Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Spar and Brawl. I hope you're having a decent day. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Sam, and we're back with another episode of The Progressive World. So as always, please like, and even more importantly, if you've been watching us for a while, please subscribe. I feel like since I've been saying this in the beginning of the podcast, it's led to a few people subscribing or a few more people subscribing than they usually would. So we'll keep doing that. All right, with that out of the way, timestamps down below, and here's a quick overview of today's lineup. We're going to start with a chit-chat as per usual. I think it's going to be a shorter one than usual. Sam hasn't watched 29 shows this week, so I think it will just be like <laughs> a quick one. And then we'll move on to some progressive tweets. I'm really looking forward to one of them. It's by Glenn Greenwald. He pulled another typical Glenn move. You'll see what I'm talking about. Then we're going to move on to Will Smith's slap. Cover everyone from Jimmy Dore to Joe Rogan and yeah everything else in between what else there's this video where <laughs> they talk about the ruling class are psychopaths ruling with no empathy sam and i kind of disagree with it a bit not that they necessarily have empathy or some maybe are psychopaths maybe some are not but in general i don't find that that kind of thinking and analysis too useful crystal ball and aoc had a back and forth Sean Penn melted his Oscar, apparently, or is melting his Oscar. <laughs> Sam is going to tell me what that is all about. And, okay, Brianna spoke with Rokana, and, I mean, it was a really annoying interview in one sense because of how annoying Rokana was in it, but Brie did a terrific job, and then Max came on as well, and they even again talked about it. And I felt like because Brie was so kind of confrontational with him, it doesn't look bad that right after, like, Max comes and they kind of like talk about the interview not behind his back of course but you know just the fact that Brie was so upfront with them it, it made the whole thing look really good and yeah I think those are the main things Joe Rogan had a really dumb guest on and we'll discuss that but I think that's pretty much <laughs> that was a good summary there yeah. and a dumb guest yeah who was it you know He's a comedian, apparently. But He's a comedian? Apparently, Jesus I think so. Christ. I, I don't know why. Before we do it, I'll double check where I got that from. But I think... I don't know why, a... but I expect comedians to be a slight... I don't know, like a yeah, singer know, or too. an yeah, actor. Yeah. I don't expect them to be that. But You're right. So maybe he's not. But I, I think it either says that in the, in the headline of the video, I'm pretty sure, or something like that. But... Yeah. All right, Sam. Let's move on to our to our chit chat. How's it going? Did you have a good week? So you didn't watch much, huh? This week, what's going on? No, I, <laughs> you watch well, everything there was last week. <laughs> yeah, that, I ran out of. I watched Moon Knight, which just started, but that was uh, pretty shit. Marvel and stuff. But um, yeah, I can imagine you're not too interested. But um, yeah, I uh, no, I, it was a very yellow week. I feel like. I, the, the slap thing you just i mean we're going to talk about it yeah. but opened the whole new world to me i had no idea that will smith family was just so jesus christ man yeah that was interesting so yeah that's very yellow week you're doing reading uh, news that are like you know personally life of people <laughs> it's, yeah and what was the no yeah very very I don't, when did we actually record it last time? Well, last Friday. Oh, right. So it's yeah. been a week. 
Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch much either. Just kept on watching a bit of succession. Oh, moving on, moving on slowly. I didn't last night after we spoke ahead of today. I I watched a bit more. And yeah, it's I mean, Kendall, it's really getting to his head. So that's kind of like interesting and like you know he put like this hat on now and uh, he's like trying to do all this media stuff and he goes back <laughs> into the building so i should have mentioned i'm in like beginning of season three to people who who've watched yeah, it but that's that and then what else yeah this week my parents uh my parents are around visiting so i went on a little trip with them by car nearby but I also had a huge like uh paper kind of work thing to do so i was you know waking up proud to say like 6 a.m trying to do stuff until 9 a.m yeah. the meeting with my parents and then again and then yeah on the way there and back i saw a lot of tunnels and i was like i should take a picture send it to elon musk though <laughs> <laughs> i found some tunnels here there were some bridges you know just some other ideas you know in case you, hey, you're not familiar with <laughs> only one type of car could use those tunnels or more than one type of car. That's to be the fair question. they didn't go underground there were tunnels through mountains so oh shit. Awesome. i just i just <laughs> gave elon musk another idea <laughs> like that is what if we drill a hole in this building and then go yeah <laughs> what he was stuck oh, yeah. in traffic but it's, it wasn't even like a bad idea necessarily it was just like <laughs> Yeah, we know it's the so, like yes, yeah. it's not an original idea. That's but, and the yeah. best version I've heard some people say, but no, there's supposed to be like a conveyor belt. So you know, like if you go, I don't know, on some sort of you get on it. Yeah, like, you get on, you go, get, and I'm like, like even that, <laughs> like sure. But you know, it's just the promise to solve, you know, traffic, you know, all that. Like, no, just say I'm gonna dig a tunnel somewhere will make my life more convenient, or I'll dig two tunnels what are all these promises you always have to be solving the biggest thing or changing the world just do something small and i'll be happy with that but hey maybe that's why he's elon musk and (laughs) i'm me (laughs) that no but that wouldn't rise the speculative price bubble that is your company that's a good point that's a good point exactly and that's why he is who he is and <laughs> yeah. and we're us but yeah i don't know if there's not much else i can't really think of much else to discuss if that's the case i think we can just get the real party started yeah i was surprised that i hadn't seen i don't think i had seen any of oscar like major low i have seen dune which was i thought was awful did you watch dune it's worth a while. It's a great director. I love everything else he's done. Great cinematography, but very boring and mm. half a story. And it's a shitty story to begin with, in my view. But um, yeah, I haven't seen Power of Dog. I haven't seen Coda. Is that how it's pronounced? I don't is that know. the Will Smith movie? No, no. Coda is the uh, the uh, uh, deaf family. Deaf, I believe. Or mm. are they mute? I'm not sure. I don't it's, know. It's, I think it's their death. It's about that the one that won the Oscar was about a family of people of hard of hearings. And, you know, one of them is a British, or I think, I don't know if she's British, but she's a comedian, which is quite funny. Yeah, I've seen on panel shows and shit. And Power of the Dog, I just, ugh, I can't be bothered. It looks like the most boring story ever about, mm-hmm. again, like somebody who's, you know, repressed sexuality i don't like i'm sorry but it's just oh and then 
Um, yeah, and then the Will Smith movie. Yeah, and King how is, is that I one decent? Oh, you haven't seen it, okay. No, I haven't seen any of that. I'm <laughs> telling you, yeah. I was super, like, I'm in a way, I'm glad because I kind of, I really, I've hated Oscars now for a long time. I used to love it, but mm. like, I whenever a good movie is actually nominated or wins, wins, like when Parasite won the Oscar, I was really doubting oh. myself. I was like, okay, is this movie good? Am I like, mm-hmm. is this shit really? But I can't tell, like, because it's Korean or something. So yeah, I'm, in a way, I'm glad. But if anybody knows if any of these movies are Coda, apparently is kind of funny. So maybe give that a try. You haven't seen any of them either, right? No, I haven't, this year, I haven't crazy, seen them man. or heard <laughs> or heard of them. Yeah, it, this year is like. Is it because of even, the Will Smith thing, or even before that? I guess these movies didn't no, no, have much buzz. I don't think any of them relative to even years prior. It's been a very low. I mean, even like this is like I. This is not at the height of like when at the height of COVID when things were happening only over Zoom. There was more excitement, and <laughs> I think the the movies were what I don't know who's seen King James. I mean, my dad probably because of tennis <laughs> will already watch, but you know, all the tennis. Oh, tennis! That's it. funny that you said that. No, yeah, it's like that's perfect. A, yeah, that's yeah. something I've been playing for the last past two weeks or so. Because I used to play when I was a kid, and then I haven't played in like fifteen years or so. But my dad is here and played with him a few times. It's been fun. It's supposed to play tomorrow as well. It's, it's not bad. Uh, it's, it can be a fun game too. I mean, since I still can play a bit, so it's pretty good. But uh, I was gonna say I, something. Yeah. yeah no, it's just yeah. Like yeah, I've never seen anything. Nobody's seen. Like I know one person seen Coda, one person seen <laughs> uh, Power of the Dog. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's really. I don't know. I see. I see. But yeah, all right. Should we get the party started? Yeah, yeah. All right, Sam, let's get started with a few tweets. And folks, please like and subscribe, of course. I didn't get, bring too many, but I really like the ones that I brought today. So let's start off with the first one. It includes two emails, so I'm going to read everything. So bear with me. So Glenn Greenwald tweeted, My email exchange today with an NBC News producer wanting to know whether a certain front page journalist with the world's most powerful newspaper, New York Times and Washington Post, should be off limits from criticism because of the harsh criticisms from the public it provokes. So here's the email. Hi, Glenn. This is Aaron with NBC News and MSNBC. We're covering a recent study that found a segment on Fox News' Tucker Carlson tonight and a tweet sent by you resulted in sharp increases in harmful speech directed towards one journalist. Here's a link to the study and the relevant language in the summary. NYU Center Social Media and Politics and the International collected data on three cases. Carlson's targeting of Taylor Rollins above, the journalist Glenn Greenwald's targeting of Lawrence on Twitter and Carlson's targeting of Virginia Hefferman in a separate segment of Fox News. Our analysis used large scale quantitative data to assess how the public conversations surrounding these journalists change in the aftermath of being targeted by prominent media personalities. The research findings showed sharp increase in harmful speech after the journalists were targeted by Carlson and Greenwald. Reaching out to see if you have any statement in response, our deadline for this is 5 p.m. So first, before moving on to Glenn's 
I guess if the study I understand based on the tweet and like what's here, it's something has to do with these journalists receiving, I'm guessing, some kind of backlash on Twitter or something after Glenn Greenwald tweet and a Tucker Carlson show. It kind of seems to be, be about that. I didn't check out the study, full transparency. Glenn responds without saying hello or anything. He just like, I think that's just like his email. He's like, every day, employees of large media corporations such as NBC post insults and attacks which target me and my journalism and me personally, often resulting in vile and bigoted attacks against me on homophobia, anti-Semitism, and the nature of my interracial marriage and family. But I don't whine about it and try to claim that nobody can criticize me or my work because I understand that those who seek out a large and influential journalistic platform that affects people's lives are fair game for criticisms. And that my critiques aren't responsible for the bigoted and hateful vile or vile I receive daily as a result of the hatred they stimulate. Perhaps influential employees of the largest outlets such as Taylor Lawrence will one day come to similar realization that being a front page reporter for the largest and most influential news outlets makes you fair game for critique. Men such as yourself who try to impose a special shield that rules off limits from criticisms, from criticizing certain journalists those of us who are LGBT, women, religious minorities, or other members of marginalized groups may think you're doing something noble, but you're not. You're actually imposing and upholding a highly re regressive framework from the 1950s that maintains that only straight white men are strong and poor enough to be criticized, whereas women, LGBT, and others are too fragile and weak to have their work criticized. As a member of various marginalized groups, I don't want to accept some special immunity shield against being criticized, and no journalist with any dignity any dignity, sorry, or word should want that either. Okay. I mean, first, I agree with, of course, Glenn's point that, you know, receiving criticism or being criticized is all part of the game and it's fair play. It's fair game. But uh, everything else that Glenn says, you know, what do you make of it? Is that really what the Aaron guy who reached out saying? And, you know, I guess the journalist himself didn't complain about this. It's the study that went and found this. So, yeah, I want to see what your take is. I mean, otherwise, I agree with Glenn's point in general, which is, you know, oh, fuck up. it's part of the, it's more than being part of the job. But yeah. 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 I 100% agree. And yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, they're doing a hit. Is this the evil Aaron we've been waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> evil Aaron in journalism. But Corporate that, Aaron. Corporate Aaron. <laughs> You have like different errands for every area. But uh, no, I mean, I think the, the most important point I would say Glenn makes is the last one, which is about that you're actually upholding mm -hmm. a highly regressive framework. Because that's what I say, like, that's but hold why on. So I, I guess, sorry, just yeah. sorry. So I guess Glenn brings that up because I guess this journalist is gay or part of the LGBT. Yeah, she's a female. Oh, she's a female. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, makes, I, that makes more sense. Okay, go ahead. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So now everything he says makes absolute sense. Sorry. Then everything but, but, uh, he says is spot on. Then I didn't like that's think why. That. That's why I uh, actually, by the way, just a quick like random mention, but Bill Maher apparently having a YouTube show now, podcast, and he had Quentin Tarantino on, and it was pretty good. I really enjoyed it. And that's why I kind of like 
exactly like when people make fun of muslims and stuff i kind of lo- like it in a way or uh, middle easterners in general like yeah exactly it's just everybody's fair game man like as as, no, kind as of not public if, oh, okay. oh yeah, if you're in I'm public about, okay you should have yeah, said yeah, that yeah. for sure ta- <laughs> like okay I'm, oh, and if i'm not talking about somebody who's suffering from a you know sick very damaging medical yeah. condition or you know have been you know just their son died and you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i'm not yeah. talking about that obviously and, and in public you meant anyway people would uh yeah or public like job yeah 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 and you know public I mean, facing job uh, even i would go further than i would say anybody's fair game <laughs> like pretty much but uh, i mean anybody yeah. is fair game but whether you know but whether i would respect is that, even more yeah. fair game yeah sure but, But yeah, I, I think it's like people who keep trying to language police and it kind of all goes back sort of to Marcusa in a way, if you sort of accept the thesis that Christian Parenti talks about in his argument and some other people that that language policing and all that sort of goes back there, then, you know, I think they, they just harm, it's re- regressive, if anything. So not in perhaps all cases, and there are, There are instances where I would agree with language policing, perhaps, right? But yeah, overall and the level that that it's would reached you? and whatever you know this I person couldn't. was trying to get out of Aaron and out of Glenn. No, I do. I mean, in some cases, I mean, you know, some words I Can think we've spoken you? about, you know, that you shouldn't mention, you know, the N word or things like that. No, no, I wouldn't use it, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to ban it because I want to oh, yeah, know ban, the people yeah. who you, I want to know who wants to use it. <laughs> Just, you know, I want to know where people stand on the matter. It's good to know. That's yeah. one of the like things I can make judgment. Like people say, don't judge people. If, you know, if they use certain words, you can judge them. Then. But just in general, just criticizing someone, you know, just like if everybody piles on you and all this. I mean, it's not, not nice. necessarily, no, again, and it's not necessarily yeah, bad but, either. It's, I mean, it's, it's even okay and a lot of the times it's exaggerated and people you know like a lot of time when people complain about like the tweets that they get or the comments that they receive you know i understand it can become overwhelming at a at a point perhaps but also like come on i mean in a way just try to separate yourself from it it's just one or two people at times you know they just write something and you see just whatever As somebody who has uh, his outspoken views has pretty much alienated every family and friend member. <laughs> Look yeah. at you, man. That's it doesn't good. matter. <laughs> like the, these people don't even fucking know you. Like I don't get the yeah. whole. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I mean, but this is. Uh, I mean, look, they they've done like they went out and picked three studies, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think it's one meta- study with three cases. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. And so this is like, the, you know, as we discussed before, we are not big fans of positivism and empiricism. And that's the kind of shit, you know, you have it, you have a goal and you can reverse engineer mm-hmm. really easily based on that. And I'm sure Glenn is a public figure. If he retweets something negative about any journalist, they're going to get some backlash. They're probably going to get some defenders too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Sam Cedar is probably going to, pop out something <laughs> jank is gonna be like yeah come on do a guest host <laughs> we have a guest host spot <laughs> so you know it's i mean it's not i mean it's not a even like okay it's not groundbreaking scientific work but it's what and then they present it as like you know because it's positive it's yeah. science now so yeah anyway 
Very no, hundred percent, hundred percent. But I mean, I mean good response. Yeah, but I love Glenn's techniques nowadays. That he <laughs> he just I love shares the emails like. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he he doesn't. I like his yeah public. I mean, I don't know. I just, this whole oh damn. Now yeah, we have Glenn's email though. I guess he shares it everywhere. <laughs> But uh, yeah. I must say, I like how he doesn't have a, like, he doesn't even say hi or no. regards. <laughs> Fuck you, yeah. you asshole. And I think even, like, his name down there, Glenn Greenwald, I think that's just, like, the template yeah, of automatic. all his emails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, to be fair, Aaron Franco is probably just some guy who, like, you know, he's a pretty bro, yeah. some junior producer. They told him email Glenn. And he's like, ah. I don't know. What, well, he what? gave them. <laughs> he asked for a statement, and he gave the statement, and a yeah, good yeah, one no, too, no. and an entertaining yeah, yeah. one right. too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, and Glenn Greenwald. I mean, is he okay with sharing his email? Publicly? Yeah, I was gonna say now we have his email. So, Glenn, <laughs> <laughs> we love you <laughs> every night. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Man, I know I promised that I won't bring any more Bernie Sanders to Oh, it, come but on. I'm sorry, because this one, <laughs> I think, is like the ultimate one. I mean, I think I'm becoming you or something, or you're influencing me. I'm like, just like, come on. Okay. He wrote Corporate <laughs> Greed. Again, let's even forget about the Corporate Greed bullshit part. Corporate Greed is Netflix doubling its profit last year to a record $5.3 billion avoiding over 1 billion in taxes and blaming a 10.7% price increase on inflation, squeezing 1.35 billion from his 75 million subscribers while his CEO became 200 million richer in the pandemic. Okay, let me just say something. The taxes, I'm with you. And in fact, maybe you should forget about all the rest. Now that would have been a much, you know, meaningful tweet just about the taxes and say, I'm going after taxes and why are they avoiding tax? Putting that aside... Putting yeah. that aside, like, shut up, corporate Netflix <laughs> squeezing 75 million subscribers. Unsubscribe from Netflix if you can't. I mean, am I being too harsh? Am I becoming no, 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 now? No, no, no. He makes no, it no. sound like, you know, they're <laughs> squeezing, like, I don't know, like some families or something like that from buying like water or bread, like something that's, that you that's eat. That's what I was. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. We are talking yeah. about Netflix, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the biggest issue I had uh, with this. This, if you're paying for Netflix subscription, you're not being squeezed on anything. Like I'm so, and I. I mean, maybe like, you are on other stuff. I get it. I mean, people need entertainment. It's not like only rich people who go and get Netflix. But I mean, come on, Netflix like costs less than a meal, I think, even in America. Like, you know, how much is Netflix nowadays? Like eleven or twelve dollars? How much is McDonald's? McDonald's is like four or something. No, I don't think so anymore in the US. I don't know. Someone can someone can tell us. But yeah, I mean, I get it. I don't want to sound insensitive, but then again, it is. I I wanna I wanna I want you to sound insensitive. It's 15. It depends on your uh, month, uh, Netflix. $10 or $15, I guess, depending on. But let's see what's. But uh, again, look, the core, I mean, here at least it doesn't say, you know, I hate it when he says, when they say corporate greed is the only and the mm-hmm. I mean, corporate greed is, I guess, subcategory of greed. So yeah, fair enough. Like here is not blame. Dabbling is, but I don't understand. Like, 
but I've told you my problem with the corporate Again, greed part is is that it it removes like responsibility from all the structures and everything allowed around it that allows corporations to maximize their profits and everything and this makes it seem like corporate is structured aren't they to an extent i I would argue corporate is structured you can't blame like it's it's like blaming a hurricane for being messy Mm -hmm. it's like would you want like they are corporation they're in it for money blame the government why don't you talk about joe biden yeah talk about joe biden or talk about trump or or why isn't the irs after this like yeah why isn't it why aren't people over after this one billion in taxes you know yeah and and totally agree there avoiding and i mean when it says avoiding over one billion in taxes i probably assume he means tax evasion which is mm-hmm. which is legal which is legal so i think that's very disingenuous so again legislate like you could say the whole like their whole like profit was a you know tax like you know what i mean like yeah. you could argue they like their profits or revenues should be like 90% taxed or whatever. But don't blame them. They're, they 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 said, we want to make money. We want yeah. have a platform. We want to destroy competition and money come pocket <laughs> us. We, that's money, money, please, money. Like, they're very, like, that's why, like, business people, in a way, like, you have to respect that. Like, they are, tell, like, money. Like, they're like that. It's like, you know, okay. Yeah. You know, you a government's responsibility is to rein in. So I don't know who is, yeah. But the squeeze part as well, yeah. As somebody who used to be a Netflix subscriber, yeah, guys, if you're having a Netflix subscription, you're not being squeezed on <laughs> shit. Like when you don't really have, yeah. to, and there is a lot of people in America that are very much squeezed and don't have food and don't have all food over security. the world, yeah. All over the world, but like, let's say, talking of America. But they don't have Netflix subscriptions, <laughs> I'm sure. Like, no, listen, I some know. might. I mean, you know, some you might, might have, it's it's but it's not Netflix month, squeezing yeah. you. I mean, if anything, I mean, I don't know. They're, yeah, they're providing but, a much, I mean, they're providing like, you know, if I was, if I had to entertain myself with one thing except YouTube, I'm not even a big movie person. I mean, going with Netflix, I think would be the cheapest, best way to get the most amount of content compared to getting cable tv or subscribing to all the other ones or buying movies or going to the cinema you know if anything netflix are providing a cheap alternative (laughs) that's true you're right a cinema ticket is at the minimum what like 12 dollars or yeah something like that these days depends well i just i just checked quarter pound with cheese meal meal so i assume with fries and coke is five dollars 79 so Cheaper than I thought. Yeah, I thought you're, you're right. You're right. It's like two meals per like, and you have let's three meals, and then you got the fifteen dollar that yeah, you can watch right. with it's... a bunch. You can watch like four people in your household. You can share anything, that one burger. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, Netflix. <laughs> yeah, they need to raise their price. Netflix, you're getting, you're getting fucking Squeeze. ripped off, man. <laughs> people are ripping you off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel bad for Netflix. Okay, I'm, I'm, or right, I'm switching sides to corporation. <laughs> and of course, Netflix started off, you know, provide much cheaper, and they didn't, did they, they didn't to, do that. You remember they used to be rent, rents. They used to sell or, DVDs. Or you know, I mean, after that, yeah, I know they started that way, but once they switched to this kind of Netflix, and they were providing an even cheaper service, and they weren't doing that because you know they didn't want to squeeze 
the Americans or whatever, because then they had to do as cheaply as possible in order to get a share of the market and then slowly and slowly increase. Yeah, I mean, that's capitalism and corporations and everything. And so, yeah, again, of course, like, and it's, it's, by the way, you can all, by the way, you, of course they're trying to, but it's like saying, like, if you go to your local butcher shop and be like, you're trying to squeeze, <laughs> you know? Yeah, of course, like that's the whole concept of business. Why are you making it sound so like weird? Uh, anyway. And uh, it can be, you yeah. know, with some you things, see? I would have much more sympathy, like, that's the thing, right? Like if you talk about like big, big meat company or something, although I accept that logic, they're there to make money and it's up to the government to be to ensure to, you know, try to keep them in line as much as possible. But that I understand people, I, I mean, I'm vegan, but let's say if I wasn't vegan, I understand they need to get chicken or meat and whatever to eat, you know, and so that is a that is a major thing. But I mean, he didn't even pick a good example. <laughs> Find no, like Netflix. Pretty, you know, you should yeah. have picked like some kind of corn company or, you know, wheat Amazon. company or like Amazon, you know. Uh, yeah, but average price of a movie ticket in US and Canada is $9.10. So Jesus Christ. Yeah, Netflix. <laughs> you need to raise I'm sorry, guys, but that's the, <laughs> that's the, the data, conclusion we've reached. Has spoken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the science has spoken. Netflix simply is just this is bullshit. They need to make some real profit now. Yeah. But yeah. yeah and it's so even its CEO yeah. becoming 200 million richer in the pandemic. So, like, their best perfect moment, even the 200 million doesn't seem like too much, like, compared to others, you know billionaires and stuff who like they say they doubled their wealth and all that that's far more I, than 200 million no people always overestimate the level of importance and value like just genuine value of media mm. like like if you like i think one of like the top three richest person like for the last four years has always been like this construction person in mexico <laughs> or something and it's like yeah and then you know these companies because they're based on media and a speculation they go up and come down mm-hmm. so yeah i mean yeah i'm for media company i think they're doing great but you know it's media in the end it's not oil or arms or anything that is very it's true. on the amazon where it has like at least about 300 slaves working <laughs> around the country <laughs> but okay let's move on before we turn into venture capitalists like live yeah this is, uh, <laughs> if we continue this research you're gonna like, okay we're gonna do our own version <laughs> okay oh, the good Aaron. we want the good Aaron. do you really think that putin could be misinformed about how the russian economy is being crippled by sanctions not something that's easy to hide. And it's in fact not happening yet. Well, yeah, the, ru- the ruble hasn't crumbled. This is US Intel misinforming the US public via media stenographers. And if you go to the next one, Sam, I got the guy's tweet. So the guy, the guy wrote yeah, new yeah. quote. I we read believe, about that on Guardian. We believe that, that put, oh, sir. So he's, yeah, he's like being, he's misinformed. Like he's basically like sycophants around him. Yeah. You know, as the empire is falling, the czar is blind and drunk on his power, having sex with ladies and shit. So, which again, yeah. So I don't even really need to uh, read this other tweet. So once again, I mean, you know, there's always contradictory statements being said, always. But with the Russian one, they always like it's like 
one sentence, then the next one contradicts it. Putin knows everything, is in charge of everything and all that. He's next it. sentence, Putin doesn't know what is going on. First sentence, Putin is like butchering and killing all the protesters. Next sentence, people should really go protest, and you know, <laughs> publicly yeah. oppose Putin. He, like, which one is what? He's a, he's, the, he's a big brother style dictator who controls everything, including personal life and blah, yeah. blah, blah. But, but he doesn't know about the economy. A, yeah, but he's also <laughs> old man, like surrounded by sycophants, like blind. And uh, what about, I, I mean, the level of projection here that we should accept <laughs> a relatively healthy looking 70 year old, I think now, Putin is about 70 year old man who is a former Stasi. No, I think he's 67 wow. to 70. Yeah, I imagine. yeah, as you're speaking. Wow, 69. 69, nice. I was close. But anyway, he, uh, yeah, he's 69. He's relatively healthy looking. Uh, I'm not, I don't know if he is. But yeah, and at least when he talks, he's coherent, <laughs> largely, you know. And, you know, and he's a former Stasi. Like, you know, this yeah. is not some, uh, some politician that just you know went through duma he was he was the kgb yeah and now we should like he's fooled but biden <laughs> that's that genius nothing escapes his yeah. fucking gaze no right? he can be, yeah i think did you is that i couldn't find that did he actually make a statement i think i read somewhere or i heard somewhere that he said that if Russians do chemical weapon attacks in Ukraine, we'll do the same or so, something <laughs> along those lines. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, yeah, we do this chemical. Uh, like, and yeah, he, like, anyways, it's just the level of projection is really. I know. Feel you. Okay. Not um, that, by the way, Putin may be senile. I don't know. I mean, I doubt it. From oh yeah, I've but seen. which one is it? Kind of. I mean, I understand you can yeah, have. You know, I probably say ten things that contradict each other going forward today in this podcast. But I mean, with the Russian one, is just so funny because contradictory statements like follow each other always, one after. Yeah, the other. and this yeah, to like take a line on your marketing or propaganda campaign and stick to it. Big Brother, yeah, and stick to Big Brother style or incompetent yeah. style. And I think, to be honest, Big Brother is better for him. You can't convince people to... That's more accurate, but then again, you uh, know, yeah. even everybody when they talk about you think like the Russian government is just Putin, you know, he brings his own tea, cleans, <laughs> cleans his room, <laughs> strategizes, <laughs> tweets, writes his speech. Exercise. He's like yeah, a yeah, one-man show. Back, back to having deal with Tajikistan. Yeah. <laughs> then the gardening you know, around the Kremlin, yeah. make sure everything's in order. The red square is clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had one email to respond and then I'm done for the day. <laughs> the one-man show, man. One man show. Okay, last yeah. tweet. This is Aaron Mate about Rokana and we're going to talk about annoying Rokana a lot. Um, when we get to that segment if you cared about ukraine so aaron is referring to his interview with brie which again oh, really? we'll talk wow, about it but fun. just don't do it if i were you but whatever if you cared about ukraine being overrun you would advocate an end to the proxy war that began with with the 2014 us backed coup and support the obvious solution mince accords and neutrality instead you sign on the neocon approach of fighting russia to the last ukrainian 
the New York Con thing really like triggered him, by the way. He really didn't like that. But yeah, apparently, well, the problem is, Aaron, that apparently Rokana didn't know about the 2014 thing or we'll talk about it, but he acted like dumb. I mean, you think he was like, uh, yeah, I haven't really read into it or looked at it. But yeah, okay, then don't go around talking, <laughs> giving interviews about Russia, Ukraine, if you haven't read about that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I would say, I think partially, he's right in a sense that I was watching the Max Blumenthal Brianna interview, mm-hmm. which we may talk about later as well. Oh, we and somebody like was saying, you know, talking about Madeleine Albright and Henry Kissinger. And there is a difference. Like, mm-hmm. I would say Brokana is more on the along the lines of Henry Kissinger than neocons. Mm-hmm. Neocons are the people like Rumsfeld, look, where the people like Rumsfeld, Cheney is still with us. Uh, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, those people were... I mean, the difference is the. I mean, I would argue the Kissinger people are smarter, but partially more probably evil. Uh, not, no, they're equally evil, but they're smarter. As in, they say, okay, let's wait, let's wait, let's do, let's, uh, you know, uh, as this, I don't know. Poke the, the bear. <laughs> yeah, let, yeah, exactly. Let's poke the bear until it responds. And then when it responds, we have the whole, we can have unity and the ball is, you know, it's, we are, we have the moral high ground, right? Or at least we can pretend to. And it worked to an extent till the Russian thing is the first time it's going a bit array, mm-hmm. right? The neocons, neocons were just like, no, like this guy is shit. We're going to go remove him. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. they, they were more, but far I guess, more, you know, aggressive. I think Max would say this. And I just actually heard him say that, you know, he talks about like uni party and all this. And he would say, like, you know, yeah, whether Roe kind of behaves that way or you 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 behave more like a neocon, the result at the end is kind of similar. And especially here, I mean, yeah. especially here. Okay. But then anyway, we'll no, come back to no, this. No, no, but that's, okay, I'm sorry. But, yeah, anybody who's done, you know, some international politics or some shit, foreign policy of nations does not change with parties. It has mm-hmm. never been the case that said, uh, like even when it has happened like for a very brief amount of time it's usually reversed back mm-hmm. pretty much immediately because foreign policy of nations like that's the thing even when there is significant differences with between parties within like domestic affairs mm-hmm. in practice they tend to follow very similar international no, politics so i'm not surprised very, by it and I, I show me like again, like show me a country that is not like I know there is for uh, for us there is not much difference between somebody who pokes the bear and somebody who just attacks the bear, mm. basically, <laughs> right? But uh, that's been the, historically that has only been the only like you go back ancient Rome, you go back whatever medieval times, uh, World War One. After that, it's always been that like. I don't know. I've never seen anything else. So, Yeah. And I mean, based on like the understanding of elected politicians, foreign policy, it seems, I think I'd rather leave it in the hands of the deep state or the CIA or someone, because I mean, you know, you hear AOC, you hear Rokana. I mean, he's an elected official. So, I mean, you know, no, but he's, I, he feels like a deep state. He feels <laughs> like somebody who's involved in some eyes by chat, like orgies. <laughs> 
sacrificing some I don't know. form I mean, of a child to I don't, I mean, a ball or something. I, I was very like angry on him, like whatever. Maybe I wouldn't have taken it this far, but this interview was like, you know. Oh, he's from San Francisco as well, right? Yeah. He's yeah. definitely in deep sea. He's in, he goes to, <laughs> Bo, you know, Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove. Yeah, yeah. There's this society of rich people, a bunch of, you know, liberal mm-hmm. shitheads. They get together, they burn something, and they have sex. I don't know. <laughs> they rub each other in oil. <laughs> but he's definitely in that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so look, I'm just, yeah, I, I, but it, I mean, the, again, deep, deep state always controls foreign policy, so <laughs> you should be happy in that sense. But yeah, yeah I'm not just, I, I, yeah, I would be much more surprised if he hadn't that, like, you know, anything like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean he was Bernie, just really so annoying. voted I mean, for Afghanistan war, yeah. by the way. Yeah. No, I mean he. Yeah, I mean he was so annoying with his like America is exceptional and like that was really the greatest amazing. country and all this. I was like, come on, Jesus! And then he Should doesn't know change. about the RT thing, and <laughs> he doesn't Can know just... about this. Yeah, might as well just like do this segment right now. Yeah, let's do the brief. Was I mean, it in our lineup right yeah, now yeah. or later? Yeah, it was later, but yeah, we can just do it right now. Uh, let me. I mean, you know, the video is called Rokana grilled a neocon on Russia, a Biden apologist or a humanitarian pragmatist. So, I mean, it starts off. All right, really... let, let's start with the, yeah. So, oh, go ahead. Chuck. You go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was just going to give the context that yeah, Max please do. Blumen, yeah, Max Blumenthal sort of did a hit and run sort of thing on <laughs> Rokan. Sort of, what do they call it? The gang gangsters when they come uh, sideways shooting? I've heard hit and run. I haven't heard side. Hit and run is with a car. No, yeah, no, true. when they come, they uh, with the car, they come and shoot and some random innocent. Oh, people um, bystander shooting. No, uh, drive by shooting. Drive by in, yeah. in a drive by shooting <laughs> incident. <laughs> Max Blumenthal apparently uh, found Rokana in a coffee shop or something and this was like, Ro, Ro, why are you? <laughs> is it fair that inflation is going up when? you know, uh, and should be like sanctioned Russia. And he gave a really, it was, in my view, it was like, he was off caught off guard and he gave the, all right, oh, fuck it. Yeah, it's because of freedom. Yes, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> because price of freedom. What do you want from me? And uh, yeah, uh, sh- he basically argues that, yeah, he, Ameri- I mean, he said, I mean, I agree with him there that the inflation, especially in the US, is not really due to sanctions. Mostly in the U.S., I would say. Yeah, it's mostly I mean, the, due to. Yeah, I mean that because it was happening no. before the sanction. Really, most of it. I mean, I understand if it contributes to it further, but yeah, further. No, that's for sure. Well, and then, which I agree, but then he said that we, we should support the Ukrainians and all that. Yeah, and then Brianna invited him, and for some reason he came on like. I don't, I don't even get it. Like, what's the point on, on going on her show? You know, you're not going to, especially with the answers that you were giving and stuff. I mean, if anything, you might, you know, it piss off and annoy some people. So just don't do it. Maybe it's just, you know, then he can be like, look, I go on all these shows and stuff. Maybe it's beneficial in, in that way. But it was really, I don't even get it. And Brie, man, Brie was amazing. She didn't let anything go. I think this was one of like the best 
best interviews that she's done in the sense that it was all about her and the way she kept on like asking him the questions and questions and not letting oh. him not letting him go that made it really good because the best, his responses the, weren't <laughs> didn't make the interview any good that's for sure i mean look i uh, to be honest i kind of like his like i prefer his style of politics to like aoc style that he but it's bullshit but yeah. he tries to appeal to a form of a rational thing rather mm-hmm. than some feeling bullshit so that's nice and he's always you know try, so i appreciate that but yeah you're right i, I mean I think PR-wise, I don't know. We'll see in the long term if it was a good move or a bad move. But the best question, uh, the best part was when they kept, when, I mean, the first part of the interview is about the Ukraine and Max Blumenthal and all that. Mm. The second part is about the fact that uh, is Biden doing enough at mm. home? And he apparently is... I think so. He's, yeah, he's... Not he, yeah, he, he thinks he's been moved. He's been moved enough by the left, let's say. Whether he's uh, moved or not, he's he's failed, and like it's over. So I mean, it doesn't even matter anymore. Like at this rate, he can be like president for another fifteen years, and he's not going to achieve anything. So domestic. Well, I mean, look, that's I mean the makeup of the that was the thing though. But the, the, then he says no. The reason why he hasn't been moved enough, or he hasn't like uh, compromised enough with the left is that we don't have enough, like the house has passed a lot of good things, but the Senate is not in our mm. hands. And then he said, come on, Brie, you don't think that if you had three or a couple of more senators in the Senate, it would be different. And Brie just goes, no, no, I, no, I don't. I'm done. I'm done with this bullshit. It was so good. I'm done no. with this. No, I don't think it would be. You're all the same. So, yeah, that was, yeah, I mean, I was glad that finally somebody put that to him. And his answer was actually not bad. Again, he's quite a, he's a slick motherfucker. He was, uh, you know, he was like, yeah, I'm sure it's true about some cases, but I do believe that if he had, it's not the case for a lot of people on a lot of issues. But, you know. Yeah. I mean, I like him more than AOC, but that's, you know, that's not a, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, very high, high bars to crack and you're right i mean you know we we like he was so good at not interrupting her and he would let her speak and all that so yeah he's really good in that way but let me tell you like a few things that really pissed me off so one was the american like exceptional Patriot, and we're yeah, such yeah. a good country the best country the best first multicultural democratic country and we spoke about this i mean no calling the u.s multicultural <laughs> is a bit of a stretch there are people with different ethnicities different backgrounds that have come there, but you're all kind of supposed to become the dominant American culture. If not, you're kind of an outsider. So I don't see how that counts. Whereas in other countries, there's far more of that. Not that in other it's countries really- perfect. It's just, this is, it's just, you can point so many examples of other countries that are more multicultural and they're also yes. democratic to an extent. So I don't even get that, but yeah. He, I mean, I don't care about the second part, but yeah, it's a melting pot. So you yeah. could argue that there is a melting pot in it. I mean, again, but the melting right. pot of it kind... though is to become, you know, you know, America is supposed to be pluralist and all this, but yeah, and have your own ideas. And like, yeah, it's like again, it's not nothing to do with America. Anybody talks about any. Mm-hmm. I talk about Iran like that. Please <laughs> kill me. <laughs> you know, we have an exceptional role in history, guys. We were brought. Like, come on, just grow up. 
what are you five like yeah. hercules was a good man uh, fuck. um yeah so that's that's uh, one then he yeah, kept on one. talking about i mean his main thing was like but yeah, that's we should i don't arm. think he believes that yeah you think so no i, I think he's, yeah. i don't know come on what, i, I mean whether know, maybe, he believes maybe. it or not i don't care just yeah, saying yeah, it is annoying true. as hell then no, the other thing yeah. is he was you know he kept on talking about how we should keep on arming the ukrainians and it's because of that that they're standing up and his only defense as to why in this case it's good was that he opposed i guess apparently the iraq war back then i'm not sure what kind of position he had no, and he, he says did, he's outspoken right. on yemen although i don't know how outspoken he is on yemen is he's, he just like very, yeah okay fine German. fine yeah, uh, i'll give relatively, him that relatively again relatively i don't know like uh, yeah but if you're just playing outspoken. your role though within no, that then, within no, no. that context and stuff I'm, that's not enough is he like really like you know putting in danger let's say his no, position say, and role in the, with like you know the biden administration the democratic party is he reached that point i don't know maybe i don't following that closely no, he, whatsoever he so perhaps like like he was crucial in the thing they passed with bernie sanders and mm. others that is like we shouldn't fund the saudi arabia war not that any government or you know, nobody cared but you know they did pass that but i would say actually max was uh, sorry what was it that he passed the the on yemen No, no, I know, no. Before that, I was gonna. It just escaped my mind. Oh damn! <laughs> no, no, Max. Uh, sorry. I can I can move on to my um, second ahead, point if that helps. Come back, but yeah, then you're yeah, gonna go, be go thinking. Yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll just yeah. <laughs> no, the other one was a really another small thing. He kept on saying uh, and putting his killing women and children just over and over. And at one point, he just switched women to like mothers and children, just making it even worse. And I mean. Yeah, that's the yeah, that horrible was, uh, thing about Brianna, war. I mean, that's Brianna why said, war is not good. I mean, that's the bad. Sure, I mean, you can repeat it like 50 times. I mean, that's the reason why people care about, you know, they don't want war because all kinds of innocent people die and lives are ruined and everything. So I don't know what kind of like ticket he thinks that is just mentioning it over and over again to the point that it made it seem like, okay, are they going beyond what is normal at war? Are they like, you know, is there like, hit list let's go after children or let's take children from the mother let's kill mothers like specifically because he was saying it too no, much no. you would think <laughs> that it was like beyond the context of war because of course okay, we get it. it's the context of war and that's why war is horrible but the way he was saying it is as if you know it's like a next level of systematic killing of women and children And mothers and mothers <laughs> they become mothers are you uh, are you married <laughs> you have a child Come here, come here. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. That's, those Is are this the your own child? Do a DNA test, guys. I can't come. <laughs> But yeah, uh, no, I I like uh, Brianna said in her interview with Max, which followed up her interview with Rokana, which was as you said was quite like it felt. I'm I must say it felt like it's. I felt truly my Iranianness, and it felt very Iranian. Because as many people know, Iranians have this tendency for people to come over to their house and they do the nicest, <laughs> like they like this is the nicest like host you can imagine. They like give you, they put the fruit into your mouth, <laughs> like, they, they, they feed you, they rub your feet, and then as soon as you leave, they contact somebody over the phone or somebody find someone nearby and what a fucking asshole he what didn't did you see how he ate the fruits that thick <laughs> so you know it felt very much like that that as, as he left to uh, be fair to brianna she, she did it to nice. his face no, no, as she, well 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And she and this is interviews. It's yeah. not a family gathering, so it's different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she did it to it's his different. face as well. So yeah, I think. But and, but she know. said in her interview with Max, she did say that that mother and thingy apparently triggered a lot of viewers. I don't mm, know. No, really. Oh, she I knew. No, I didn't get to read oh, the, the comments. comments. I always look at I the guess. comments. I forgot this. Time. But oh, th- that's the thing I wanted to say. I also wanted to say it's much easier to oppose. Yemen, like mm-hmm. it's easier to oppose something that is never gonna happen, which is like <laughs> America abandoning Saudis. Like it's super easy to have one position like that. You know what yeah. I mean? It's kind of like, okay, I'm on this thing, I'm oppose you because it's never gonna like, you never, you're gonna always be alone. It's safe. It's all that. Yeah. With Ukraine though, it's a bit more, you know, I think it's a bit. I mean, with Ukraine, to be honest, now it's become such a consensus, you could argue, similar. But it's much more of a, because they're in power, I suppose, and all that. Much more of a hot topic. No, I agree with you there. That's true. But yeah, anything yeah, but- else that caught your attention there? I, I mean, the Max Blumenthal one, I just watched like 20, 20, or maybe 30 minutes. I mean, they watch a lot yeah. of the a lot of the interviews. So I skipped that no, since no, I, I had yeah. seen it. But yeah. They talk for three and a half hours. It was crazy. I, I watched most of it. And yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, they talked about this. It was quite good because they talk about funny stuff as well. They talked about the slap. Uh, they talked about the Rokan. I mean, Max was very... I mean, Max... Oh, apparently Rokana tweeted something that sort of was like Max, who's a contributor to art. Like, you know, one yeah. of those sort of... I'm not saying anything, but he did... <laughs> He did say hello to a Russian once. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, I'm actually, you brought anything. it up. I'm glad I'm you mentioned anything. that. Yeah. And then Max uh, said that I've never said anything about the fact that his wife uh, <laughs> takes money from Arm Industry General Union yeah. or something. I had no idea about that, but I'm glad Max mentioned <laughs> that. Good to know. So, you yeah. Know. And the RT part was absolute nonsense. You know, first oh, he yeah, pretended yeah, he didn't that. know about the RT one. And then it's like, you know, well, during war, you can't have this kind of information coming out. And I think he also made, that was, either, yeah, I think that I was him because so we had another guest too. So he kind of made an argument about let's put an end to the war and everything or like, the, and oh, then the other, come oh, back and assess the it. Guest, yeah. The old guy? Yeah. Yeah, that Ooh, like Brie was like convincing as they went forward. Like, yeah, yeah. Was... <laughs> by the end, he was like, Yeah, I'm gonna make it yeah my name is Brie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the host of Bad Thing. Yeah, the RT part. I mean, I'm not, I wasn't too surprised about the fact that the RT part, uh, he didn't know necessarily about mm-hmm. everything, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I had some respect for him for saying that during the times of war, I mean, I hate it when they talk about misinformation, but that is true. Like pretty much every estate that has been, goes through war, including US during World War II, they pretty much take over media and they don't let them do anything. Yeah, but the RT one is not even in their own country. It's like, you know, RT is being projected to people around the world. And I mean, so i mean it's just I mean, it's whenever, bullshit like, i mean like you know and, yeah, and then like you also you also like world. claim that you're a liberal yeah. country oh, and on. you believe in liberal values and all this like what threat right. does Hypocrisy rt have burn. yeah what what threat no, does rt on, have yo, around the world and shit such no, bullshit what do you like, mean you know like, what, what, i mean whenever you, there's a revolution in the third world there's the first thing they do they stop like 
uh, they try to block uh, BBC radio. That's like the first thing they do in But every. So in their own country, though, in their own country. So like, yeah, Russia, like, you know, blocked CNN and stuff, which makes more sense. Oh, sure, not that right. not that I condone it, but it makes more sense. But like I've said a million times, the RT one being banned in Western countries, it's not even a strategically smart move, if you ask. Oh, me. all right. No, from no, their no. Own, I agree with from that. their point of view, even from the Western From, let's say the the main all right no no part. Yeah. i agree it's a strategically stupid but it's expected from people who you know, do this stuff. <laughs> like I'm, i'm just even in my view by blocking bbc or cnn is so like yeah. don't do that it's pretty much always counterproductive yeah so yeah but i mean then again you say it's not surprising i agree like rokan i mean i felt like he knew about foreign policy and like russia ukraine less than like my dad and me which is you know a, a, no, bit, a bit concerning <laughs> a bit concerning what he didn't know about the 2014 no, there, thing it seemed there, like, like no no what? there uh, i think he was pretending like yeah. there i think he was pretending like you know the, because some of the like yeah you know some of and it was good like i appreciate that he practiced and shit though like you know the <laughs> talk that he talked about that you know the military of ukraine includes nazis but we have made sure there are safeguards to yeah 90 99 of the army aren't nazis but you know it was all very well rehearsed and all that yeah but yeah i think it was that was i think complete like the this fact like the whole thing that he pretended that nato expansion and mm-hmm. u.s presence there was not even a remote and brit uh, even brings in uh um legal jargon contributory mm-hmm. yeah, negligence yeah. and all that that uh, it's you know again like yes invasion and yeah. i mean anyway, because he was giving such to... a black and white narrative at that point right yeah i think he and said like who... 100% russia's 100% wrong and the us is 100% right i mean on this, in this yeah scene. on this uh, and yeah i completely i mean it's just this play it's kind of like there's a There's a, I don't know if it's our family saying, but there's this, like, you know, when something bad happens and then there are all these people looking for the culprit mm. and we always make fun of them, like, well, who you're looking for the killer of like Bruce Lee or something. Uh, it's just who, like, we all know they're all shit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess Gro kind of wants to be one of them, so he can't really play. But, he, you know, for as far as I'm concerned, US government, Russian government, two corrupt entities, like corrupt to the point that they marry their people so yeah. you know just ask her so who can, like let's explain the situation this is not a blame game of it's 100 americans <laughs> or 100 russians it's not a blame it's i mean okay you want uh, yeah maybe it's yeah. a blame game but i think it's better to just yeah and just accept reality the last thing on my side which was again it goes back to the rt thing And because, you know, uh, Brie wanted to say, you know, uh, RT doesn't just have like propaganda amounts from Russia. It has people like Chris Hedges, like a scholar, a journalist. And she said that he's a professor at Princeton. I think that's what she said. And I'm looking it up. He's like associated. I mean, I couldn't really even. I mean, oh, he does what? something with Princeton. Why are you going but... after Chris Hedges? No, no, no. I'm not going after yeah. Chris Hedges. I'm yeah. going after Rokai because he's barely a teacher. No, yeah. I mean, a he was a journalist before, and now I know that he does teaching and all this. But okay, he's at he's somewhere associated with um 
with Princeton, but then uh, Rokana, who didn't know about Chris Hedges, which makes a little bit of sense, that but not surprising. too much because Chris yeah. Hedges is pretty famous. And then he's like, oh, but look, what you're telling me, a tenure professor from Princeton doesn't know, uh, can't, uh, can't like, you know, go on TV and all this. And A, he's, I don't think I'm looking, he's not a tenure professor. I would highly doubt that they would give that to someone like him. And I mean, on Google, it doesn't show anything like that. So someone can correct me if he I'm might, if I'm he, if I'm wrong, please. He might. He has a lot of religious stuff as well, though. You must like he might be in more seminary or some bullshit like that. Be a like religious school. Right. I don't. Know and even if he was, I mean, even if he was, if you don't yeah, he say what you want to say on TV, you wouldn't get the airtime anyway. So that's, I mean, no, th- you can be a Princeton professor as much as you want. There are so many big professors of emeritus and all this who barely and get Rukana, any tv 